Welcome to episode 45 of the RxP Podcast, where three working professionals talk about the video games, movies, and TV shows that they enjoy in their free time. I'm your host, Alex, and joining me are my ever-returning co-hosts, Matt. What's going on? And Tiffany. Hello, everybody. And today, we have a very special episode for y'all listeners, and that is... Our one year anniversary episode. What, what? And so this episode, <laughs> as of uploading, marks the one year we've been recording these, you know, approximately weekly uploads for y'all to enjoy. And yeah, today's going to be a very special episode. We're going to cover kind of in a retrospective manner our thoughts and I guess feelings about the podcast and kind of the. Uh, you know, recommendations that we took from each other and the recommendations that we ended up not taking from each other. And then also just a little fun, you know, list of facts and then potentially a game or not potentially, there is a game as uh, we like to do here on our, you know, weekly variety game segment where it's going to be, I guess, is it is it a new game? It Matt? is a new is game. This... Oh, it All is. Right. Oh, you heard it here. we're on brand. That's what I hear. So on when brand. I hear that. Exactly. New game every time. You never know where you get. That it's that's why they call it the VGS. That's right. All those people that call it the VGS. Yeah. Exactly. All three of us. All three of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but before we get to the game, we're gonna start off with some fun facts about the show. And by fun facts I mean some kind of fun metadata statistics, you know, that I went back and collected by listening and yes i listened to the beginning and end of all of our uploads including our mainline episodes numbered episodes and our peer review episodes so in summary right we've done a total of 54 episodes nice so that are that is 44 mainline episodes main numbered episodes and 10 peer review episodes Okay, so about an average of one episode per week. That's pretty good. That exactly, pretty good. right? And I think at least for me, that was my goal when we started. This is if we could keep up with a weekly upload approximately, mm-hmm. then I think this is kind of the sign of success that this could continue for a while. And lo and behold, here we are at the year anniversary. So look at us. Yep. And to begin with, so across these 54 episodes... We have recorded, and this is approximate because obviously I'm not going to, I didn't go and do the exact math, including the seconds. Like this math isn't down to the seconds in length of every episode, but we've recorded 3,386 minutes worth of listenable content across 54 episodes. So in case, in case you need the math done, which I did do the math here, that is 56 hours and 26 minutes total. That is wow. wild. Okay. So it so as my uh, co-host here might realize, yeah, over two days worth of straight listening to listen to all the content we've recorded. We talk a lot. We do guys. talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do, listeners, you put on our first episode when you're going to sleep on Friday night. And then by Sunday night, you'll still be listening to us. Lucky you. And in terms of 
<laughs> us talking a lot across, you know, maybe, you know, quick math listeners out there might have already done it. But in the fact that it's 56 hours and 26 minutes total and the fact that we've done 54 episodes, that comes out to an average episode length of one hour and two minutes. Okay. We definitely have the widespread gamut there of our episode lengths. We do. And on the flip side, so we'll get into that now. Ooh. So actually, I'll play like a small game here. So Matt and Tiffany, which episode do you think is our longest episode? I think it's the recommended experiences of 2020. I think it was one of our earlier episodes like episode do you have like a topic like the topic we talked about in mind that could have caused a, a long showtime oh, was it about game news i feel like it was a game news episode maybe mm. all right well matt is correct it is our top six recommended experiences episode of 2020 that was a and that is epi- boy yeah that was episode 14 and it was an hour and 42 minutes. Wow. So, Tiffany, you're thinking of some episodes. I did go back. There were a few episodes that were in the hour, 20 hour, like 20 some minute range that came close. But nothing came close to the the top six recommended experiences of 2020 episode. Well, so, yes. I kind of want to add on to that fun fact because on our like podcast statistics, that episode is the most played or most started episode we've ever had. The 2020? Yes, our top 2020 experiences. Nice. Nice. That's the most played episode we've ever had. And our second most played is our very first episode. Okay. That kind of makes sense. I guess pe- people trying to get to know us a bit. Yeah. But that 2020 episode, so much fun. I'm- that was a great episode i'm very much looking forward to our 2021 top six in rx <laughs> oh yeah. Style. And listen- yeah and listeners be prepared that's gonna also be a long episode perhaps even longer than our 2020 experiences episode who knows can we just talk about like what this podcast has done to us like, not to, like, derail this conversation, because, like, we don't really have a ton planned, I guess. So, like, I'll just <laughs> fill in the gap. Um, like, we started this out as kind of just a weird hobby to do on a weekly basis. And, like, now it's gotten to the point, like, and I don't even know, like, how many listeners we have. And I know it's not, like, a thousand people or anything, but it's it's just, like, a very consistent part of my life now where every week we come together we talk about games we talk about movies and like it's really awesome and it's really fun and it's like now when i play a game i'm not just playing a game like oh is this like my game of the year i'm thinking like oh is this going to be my top six recommended experience of this year like <laughs> yeah. playing death loop today and i'm like where is this going to rank on the top six? Like, do I think Alex? Do I think Tiffany? And I'm like, nope, neither of them are going to play this. So like, (laughs) but like, it's become like such a part of my life. You know what I mean? So I'm really, really happy. We, we've stuck it out for a year because I've, I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, and even if we white me or Alex may not, play it or take up your rec like you might connect with a listener 
It's true. Which is cool. Which we have some, you know, based on our play stats. Yeah, yeah. So although we've had literally like one, no, we've had two listeners write in. Uh, we are assuming that we have many others that are just listening, maybe a little bit more shy, um, and less participatory. But that's okay. Yeah. Someone's listening. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe it's just and all of just us. Just a shout out. All counts. And just a shout out, all of you listeners that are listening and that are the shy ones that haven't written in, even though we ask so often every episode, <laughs> even. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you are a listener out there, and you know it's this, you know this show is a combination of us getting together every week to talk about the things that we've been enjoying, but also to share our the things that we enjoy, right, and the things that we want to recommend to the people out there that maybe we hopefully have introduced something new to y'all and something that you haven't considered or been aware of, and maybe you've actually taken up our recommendations to experience it for yourselves. So. Yeah. It would be nice if you let us know, but you don't have to. No <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alex will forever plug our contacts, so I can appreciate that. And then, you know, honestly, like, I really hope those who are struggle struggling with, you know, finding one thing to do in their free time, what little free time they have working their daily lives and all that, if they've taken one thing from us and enjoyed that experience, then that's all that I can ask for. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an amazing feeling. Because it, like, ebbs and flows, right? Like, I know Tiffany has yeah. kind of had, like, a more busy season recently, but there's been, like, times where we've been busy, and it's still, like, we still talk in the pod, and, like, maybe I just live vicariously through you guys or more like it tiffany's been living vicariously through alex and i (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically But like that's the whole premise of the pod is like hey we're all three working people like this is what we experience and what we recommend to experience in your in your limited free time yep here here And and on the note of limited free time let's talk about something else that's limited so we covered the average episode length and longest episode what do y'all think it was the shortest episode we recorded. Hmm. I feel like it was in the last couple of months. We had a short episode. We did have a short episode. That may or may not be true. I have do you, you have a do you have a topic it, in mind? Does this include what, what peer topic? reviews? Actually, no? yes. I wasn't going to, but the peer reviews actually ran pretty long. Yeah. So uh, this is including the peer reviews. I still think it's a peer review, though. And I'm trying to think which one is the shortest. I'm almost thinking it's the boys season two. No, we we went through season one and that one. Maybe I'm going to say Queen Gambit. Queen's Gambit. No, I think that was a little bit longer. I For some reason, maybe was it Loki? Because I feel like Loki, okay. I was just like, I love it so much. I love it. I love it. It's just good. It's just good. Just that. watch it. You, you know what I mean? I'm going to say Loki. Well, Matt was closer, but Matt, but it's still not right. So the boys' second season was actually it clocked in at around thirty-four minutes. Oh, so a short episode. But the actual shortest episode we recorded was the untold Marvel stories that we would like to see. Really, told. that was a short okay. episode. 
That yeah. was episode 36, and it was 32 minutes. Yeah. So just sneak in right under wow, the okay. the boys season two peer review. All right. That was a very compact episode. Yeah. Because I think also, like, Alex was like, meh. <laughs> like, about the whole topic. Also, you know I mean? like, in the episodes we don't play a game, it cuts down significant time. <laughs> 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 so it might have been one of those. Yeah. Listeners out there are like, oh, thank God they added time codes so I could just skip the game. I know, and exactly. that topic. Yeah. You never know. There could be one person that lives for those games. Yeah. Other than me. <laughs> and they too are shy and don't write yeah. in. That's fine. You, know, you don't need to let us know. <laughs> as long as you keep listening, we appreciate it. Okay, so I only have only have a couple other fun facts here. So the, the, we got the we got the lengths out of the way. This other set of facts, or I guess the second set of facts, they're kind of combined. Is the number of times that each of us has hosted an episode? Who do you think has hosted the most number of episodes? I think I have. And remember, this is both the main numbered episodes and the peer review episodes. It's either Tiffany or myself. I feel at the beginning I was doing a lot of peer reviews, but she's been kind of keep catching up. Yeah. I'll say myself just to keep it interesting. <laughs> and Matt is correct. It is himself. Okay. So across our 54 total episodes, Matt has hosted a total of 20 times. Okay. And both Tiffany and I have hosted 17 times each. Okay. okay. That's still pretty, pretty even. even. Yeah. 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 I would agree. I like it. And I think part of that is because where it's maybe slightly skewed, right? So there are the peer review episodes. I know listeners, if you have listened to them, I've not appeared on some of them. So therefore by default, I have not had the chance to host some of the peer reviews. Uh, but also, I think kind of closer to the beginning of when we were recording mainline episodes, there was kind of like a weird host mix-up we had due to just our availability. And I think that's where Matt got in like a couple extra hosting mm. uh, chances to kind of pull ahead. But yeah, I think as you guys both mentioned, we are keeping it pretty even as I guess our initial goal was to have this kind of rotating oh, yeah. uh, primary host and you know secondary hosting gigs where we didn't have to worry as much about the topic or moderating in that moment when we like walk into a uh a peer review and tiffany goes matt you're hosting this episode right <laughs> and i'm like yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was a just coming in <laughs> a little behind the scenes L- listen to what goes on here we made a work rxp podcast listen <laughs> if you would have done that week two of rxp I would have been a little bit more flustered, but you know, week 51, I was like, all right, we got this. We got yeah. this. Rolling with the punches. Wait, are peer, are peer reviews supposed to be premeditated? <laughs> are yes. they not supposed to be? Should be, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but you know, sometimes we just don't communicate. You know, sometimes life <laughs> finds a way. Sometimes it doesn't. All right. And the, the final stat I have here. Can you can you can either of you guess what this final stat that I wanted to uh, record for mentioning on the pod? The winner of the VGS. 
competition. That would be a good stat, but that is not a stat that I have. <laughs> but it is a but stat. But it might that you be a share. stat that I. Yeah, because oh, in the next okay. Section. Got it. You're right. Good. Good. So it is not that, because that's Matt's domaining. I think that it's hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, how many? It's how something... many are in this? How many people are in the stingers? That is correct. It is how many times each of us have appeared in the stingers. I think this has Tiffany's name all over it. No, I think it's Matt. I think Matt's in a lot of the stingers. So keep in mind, and as a, you know, concerted editing choice, I don't include stingers in our peer review episodes. Mm -hmm. So this is out of the 40 main numbered 44 episodes. Matt has appeared in 36 of the stingers. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so of the 44 episodes, I've had something from Matt appear in 36 I don't know what that them. says I about mean, me. <laughs> listen, you know, Matt the Madman. That's what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who's the rest of that? I, I think that that literally was one of the stingers that you said in relation to him. That but him I did include man. that in. Yeah, I'm saying you madman. All I can remember is Tiffany doing her best toad impression. And so that's what was in the forefront of my mind. Oh. That has appeared in a stinger. <laughs> Hello! Or whatever it is. Yeah! <laughs> like you only have one phrase with him. I can only do one. I can only do one. Huh? No, I can't even do it. Hello. I can't. Wait, which toad is that? Is that the red toad or the blue toad? I'm trying to be red toad. Oh, red toad. Okay. Hi. Hi. Wait. There's... Can you do a captain toad? Ooh. I cannot do captain. What about a toadette? Okay. Huh? No, because she actually has like a feminine. Hers isn't as raspy. Mm. All to, to me, Toad is like, uh-oh, <laughs> or hi. <laughs> like, that's so I like that we have a Toad section of our anniversary podcast. <laughs> yeah. You can put that as a timestamp. <laughs> I hope that Toad Shout out to a, Toad. A playable character in Mario Party Superstars. That is my wish I'm putting out into the universe. Toad as a playable character. 100%. 100% that will happen. I believe it. So Tiffany thought Matt appearing the most, and indeed it's true, at 36. And on the flip side, Matt thought Tiffany appearing the most. And that is that was close because Tiffany has appeared in 29 okay. stairs. What? It's close. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. 29 of the 44. Dang. Wait, this doesn't make any sense. Oh, because some of because us like multiple. showed up multiple times. Yes, okay. yes. So these aren't like you're the you're not the only person because I've composed the stingers with audio clips pulled from every one that was on the show at the time. So yeah, okay. I counted each. I counted each of us individually. Behind the curtain, a little bit. You know, I am. The, Got it. So what you a- know, Alex is the one to edit these episodes, and he's done a great job. And like honestly, it's it's been. 
nice to not have to edit <laughs> any of them. But for me, my <laughs> contribution is that I listen to the episode before it gets published. And the one thing is the QA. The one thing that I look forward to is the stinger because I just like to see what Alex does. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I thought maybe maybe you know just Tiffany's. Maybe they be might be fewer, but I feel like there's some good ones in there. <laughs> just lasting impressions yeah. from from some. And so now that the listeners know, you know, I'm the one editing. I don't know if this might be a self-conscious choice, but I've appeared in 14 episodes. So a pretty steep drop off from the 36 and 29. So like I said, I don't know if this is just me not liking what I said. You know, it's like or maybe I just don't think it's funny, you know, but or maybe it's just because my two co-hosts here just outshine me and they just have some great clippable audio that i can just stick at the end i don't know if outshine is the word i would use but (laughs) yeah i don't think so either i just think that matt and i are more free-flowing with some outrageous (laughs) thoughts i guess right and also you know we were we haven't it's not just us through that been on the show we've had a couple of other people on the Mm -hmm. show so, not to forget Yasser, who's appeared in nine stingers. Oh, nice. Oh, the OG. Solid. Yeah. And, of course, our one and only co host so far, so far, guest co host in Ariel, appearing in the one stinger of the one episode she has uh, appeared on. I mean, that's one for one. That's 100% from what I That's 100%. That's she, she's knocking it out of the park. Yeah. That was also a fun episode. That movie episode? Yeah. It was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a great time listening to it while editing. <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> <even> there. <laughs> I was there in spirit. That's true. That's true. He was. He was. And with that, that that's all the stats I have. The, the, that's what I you know went back, spent, spent a little extra time kind of listening through everything, doing the quick maths. And yeah. Well, those are some good stats, but Tiffany is anxiously awaiting for someone to talk about the pro jamer pod of the year. (laughs) This final score, we've taken a year, you know, like we didn't start at the very beginning of the of the podcast, but we have uh, reached an agreement that we are going to end at our anniversary date. And with this final score. It's going to be between Alex Wait, and it... Tiffany. So today is oh, the okay. final day, the reset. Okay. Tiffany has actually already clinched it because she has eight points. I have six and Alex has five. But as an exhibition game to send us into year two, this is going to be the last game of year one. I have a special game for you. Are you guys ready? I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. So what so what you're saying is if I win this, then we'll be tied for second. We will be tied for second, yeah. Okay, that's all I want to hear, all, baby. Yeah. Let's go. So Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany As long as I'm not last place. Exactly. Tiffany has clinched it. Um but you know, I as you might have noticed, there's some things that have changed about the RXP podcast, all right? 
some things that we'll talk a little bit later, but one thing that I want to talk about now because it deals with my game is our new logo. So we actually worked with someone, a graphic designer, to work up a logo design. Um, I hope you like it. Let us know what you think about it compared to our old one. Um, we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears um, and frustrating messages to our friend over, he actually is in India, <laughs> which leads me to our new game called Lost in Translation, because what I found is when I would say, this is what I want, um, it was taken very literally, and we joked that potentially what he was doing was putting it in Google Translate and using that as his, uh, you know, what he was supposed to do with our logo. So this is the game. We are going to have five rounds, all right? I do have a tie break if it gets to that. I'm going to give you a phrase, and that phrase is, is uh a game in English. So what I'm gonna do, what I did, is I put that game that's in English, I put it through Google Translate to be translated to Arabic, then to Samoan, then to Russian, then to Swahili, and then back to English, and we get your clue. So I'm gonna give you the final clue, and you've got to tell me what the beginning English title is. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. I trust in Google Translate. We trust in Google Translate because I speak uh, one of these languages. I won't <laughs> tell you which one. You'll have to figure oh, that out. you speak Toad? <laughs> Hello! Anyway. All right. Your first clue. Human skin. Human skin. Okay, wait, can we have a caveat here? Have these sure. games come out in the last, like, 10 years or something? Or um, any, any... These are all previously released games. No so new nothing, games. No new games. Okay, No game. Um, this is at least 2020 and beyond. Or 2020 and before that. So um, these aren't, like, new games right off, right out the gate or anything. Um and if you don't get it after a few guesses, I will give you a hint um, on okay. the fly. So this is human skin. Yeah. So get out your dictionary, put it back into Swahili and then Russian and then Samoan and then Arabic and then back into English. What do we get? Human skin. Detroit become human. Very good guess, but it is not that. They're missing the place. That's why human. Right, but skin. I don't Detroit because it's just a random hey. name. I thought would have just been translated out somehow. You know, when it goes through the multiple layers. Yeah. Okay. Human. I guess the real question is, yeah, when you say human, I feel like human has to be where in the beginning. I feel like that's something that could be easily maintained. Okay, I'm gonna guess Hitman. It is not Hitman, but that's a that's a great. That's a great one. Um, this one is actually, um, I'm not exactly sure how they got to human skin. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. So I'm already going to give you a hint, all right? This is a game that all of us have played together. 
This is a game. Sack Boy. It is not Sack Boy. How could it not be? I oh, wait, know. is a Sack Boy a big no, adventure? No, no, no. I'm not getting like that. Okay. No, no, no. It's not Sack Boy. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Overcooked. It is not Overcooked. Human Skin. Maybe just focus on one word. I'm going to I'm gonna say it. Uh, Do it. Um, Avengers. Nope. <laughs> Alex, anything? Uh, cyberpunk? That all three of us have played together? No. <laughs> oh, oh, that Alex. we've three played together. Yeah. Um, oh, I completely forgot about oh, that. Oh, Fall Guys. It is Fall Guys. I don't know what? how they get fall to skin, but I assume the guys is part of the human part. But anyway, round one goes to Tiffany. That's only even because he said we all played it together. I'm like, okay, let me go through the name. I know. I know. All right. Your next clue. Great theft. Grand Theft Auto. Boom. Right out of the gate. Grand Theft Auto going to Arabic, to Samoan, to Russian, to Swahili, and back to English is great theft. Well done, Tiffany, showing those chops as the champion of year one. <laughs> All right, round three. At this rate, I'm going to be the loser. <laughs> you don't know. Listen, there's three more. There's there's plenty of time for you. Okay, this is this is my favorite clue. Atonement for Red Death. Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> it is Red Dead Redemption <laughs> I feel like that's like the most perfect translation, like atonement for Red Death. That's just like very almost poetic. I really enjoy yeah. that one. Um, fun fact: I tried Final Fantasy. Do you know what Final Fantasy to Arabic to Samoan to Russian to Swahili and then back to English is? Final Fantasy. It's, yeah, Final Fantasy, Fantasy finale. Yeah, no, it's Final <laughs> Fantasy straight up. And I was like, how does that work? Anyway. Um, you know, when they came up with that title, they knew. They're like, this is Final Fantasy in the entire world. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it is a universal truth. transcends language. Yeah. Okay, round four. Of our last. Last, last of us. Of us. Okay, that was very quick, and you both had it at the same time, so I'm going to say tie. I'm going to say tie on that one. I've got, I've got an extra one. It's, it's fine. We'll just call it a wash. All right. Next round. Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. It is Horizon Zero Dawn. They just destroy two words why i have no idea <laughs> well zero is nothing so that has to go it, that's <laughs> true that's true that's true and i guess dawn and horizon are very They're close yeah associated. so it's just dawn and this is going to my hardest clue besides human skin this is another very tough one this is also oh i'm going to give you this clue from the get-go this is a series that is the oldest series in the list that i've given you okay so don't be giving me things that just started all right your clue to win this exhibition is boxers kingdom hearts nope 
Boxers. Dark God Souls. of War. God of War. Nope. Uh, what, what did you say, Tiffany? Dark Souls. Nope. Hitman. Nope. This first game in the series actually came out in 1994. Tetris. I know it's not Tetris, but I just want to say it. <laughs> what? All right. Oh, God. Uncharted. I know, like, you're saying 1994 is the first game, so there's so many things where I let was me, thinking, let oh, me, is it a fighting uh, game? Actually, redact that one. 1994, this is going to give you even a better clue. The first game came out in 1987. The movie came out in 1994. Tomb Raider? Nope. Think about the clue. Boxers. Street Fighter. Street Fighter is the answer. Coming out in 1987, the movie came out in 1994. Street Fighter 2. Okay, yeah. Was a great That's where game. I was worried. Yeah. yeah. Um fantastic job. Um I this was actually a lot of work to find something that worked <laughs> in all of those <laughs> languages. Um but I'm happy to see Alex that you are not the sole loser. We can be losers together. No, 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 we're we're first runner-ups. Oh, right, 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 right. We're 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 sharing a silver medal. That's that seems good. Yeah, we're social distancing on the podium. Right, right. But we both have the silver medal. Exactly, exactly. But Tiffany, the big winner of year one. Well done. Woo! Knowing or keep having random memories of non-important things has paid off finally. Hey. You know, in year two, could be just as great. Could be just as great. Yeah, or you guys are going to rise from the ashes like Dumbledore's bird. The phoenix? You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy, where you at? I know, give it to me! (laughs) Wow. What a fun walk down memory lane with Alex and a fun new game with Matt, you know, very on brand new episode, new game. Uh, but Let's see if we I can think, keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, one thing that we pride ourselves on is giving out recommendations. You know what I mean? Like we recommend experiences like no one else. And so, Although we're kind of broadcasting our recs out into the world, trying to reach as many people as possible, did we reach each other? So I want to spend the next part of this podcast just talking about which recommendations we actually took each other up on. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe some things we started and never finished. Some things we started and loved to death some things that we maybe intend to start in the future. Um, I can start off a little bit of the conversation. So I have had a very busy year with work and everything. So my free time has been uh, more limited than I would like. So I actually only took up a couple of things beyond what I was anticipating myself. So of course I have to mention Matt's game of the year 2020 in Hades. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, Matt was really hyping it up and I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. The game's on sale. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got it, copped a sale, played it for about 30 hours, got my first escape from hell. I had never heard of God mode. I'm not going to lie. If I, I, I think I did about 40 runs. If I had known about God mode, I probably would have turned that thing on and oh, yeah. moved on with my life. But I just suffered. I struggled through it. Um, yeah. So I made one clear and I kind of think I was a little bit burnt out on it. I have not officially finished the game and I'm interested in going back to it eventually. But yeah, I did that maybe probably, yeah, late 2020. I definitely did that right around, you know, Matt's like, it's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, I should check it out. And then another recommendation that I took was Alex played Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, and was like, yo, I think you might like this. You should check it out. Very, he's like, very accessible game. Super accessible. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And I'm liking it kind of surprised it's you know i'm more of a jack and daxter girl Uh so i never this is my first ratchet and clank game but it's pretty adorable like the dialogue's pretty cute i love clank i adore clank to bits and so i'm in the middle of playing that right now so I'm, i'm actively playing it and it's it's a jolly time i'm into it and then another recommendation that i took from Alex is something that I've only played an hour of, and that's Dragon Quest Eleven, <laughs> the, elu- <laughs> the elusive age of heroes, or whatever that definitive edition is. I ended up getting that when they came out with the PlayStation Four version of the definitive edition, and I played about an hour of it randomly um, at the beginning of the year of 2021 and i haven't got back to it i plan on it though because i did buy it so alex had always mentioned that it was a pretty solid jrpg and i was like you know what i like those Mm -hmm. let's check it out so that's kind of where i'm at with some of the games that i've taken on and I, i mean i enjoyed hades and i'm enjoying ratchet and clank so thank you to both of you for opening my eyes you're very, very welcome. How far are you in Ratchet? So right now I am getting a little bit overwhelmed with this, this, um, the open world planet. Mm-hmm. I have oh, yeah. very specific anxieties about open world games. Like there's a very few open world games that I'm like mm-hmm. really into. So I'm I'm kind of just like avoiding that right now. And I'm literally going around collecting other items. Like I just helped this lady collect honey. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't want to go to the open world planet. (laughs) That's where I lost my steam too. The first time I played Rift Apart. Like there's just something about open worlds. And I don't know if it like, I don't know if Ratchet and Clank is meant to be in an open world in my mind. I, I like more of the linear experience. Um, but I finally went back and finished it this weekend. Um, it's pretty good. Oh. Game. Pretty good game. Pretty good game. So yeah. stick to it. Maybe just once you get past that, it's much more linear. So like maybe that will help you get through. Yeah. It. Cause 
right now I didn't want an open world experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, well, because funnily enough, I'm attempting a different open world experience and I don't want two open world experiences simultaneously. Mm-hmm. AKA, I just started Immortals Phoenix Rising and I just can't, my brain can't handle two open worlds right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me share a few recommended experiences that I took to heart because you talking about Hades, which was my game of the year, brings me back to our 2020, our longest episode that Alex told us about. Because when Alex was talking about his game of the year, he talked about this game in such a high regard that I literally, and you can go listen to the episode, I literally bought the game while we were recording. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I'm really happy I did. Uh, great game. I beat it on just normal difficulty. I still need to play the Yuffie DLC and still have a Platinum to get. So it has not left my PS5 since I bought it. But great game. Um, basically the gold standard of remaking a game from the ground yeah. up, basically. Um, yeah, New combat new looks it, it's just breathtaking it really like one of my favorite game movies i guess growing up was advent children and so like yeah gave me such great advent children vibes like it was just great it was great to live that out um still 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 some work to do like i still need to do hard mode i was contemplating playing that and platinuming it before death loop came out but then um i just didn't think i'd have enough time uh so instead i (laughs) platinumed ratchet and clank and guacamole too while i was waiting (laughs) Um, yeah while you're waiting you platinum two other games okay (laughs) no time for um, final fantasy 7 remake but but like i was reminded that some of those missions take like three hours and i was like i don't know that's a lot of work anyway um but it's it's a great game i'm i'm happy i played it Will it be on my top six? Because officially it was in 2021 when I played it. You'll have to listen and watch later this year when we do that. Um, but two other ge- or two other things. Um, one was actually from Tiffany that I talked about previously, which was Shadow and Bone, um, which is a Netflix show, which I really liked. I think last time I talked about it, I was kind of in the midst. I may have had like two or three episodes left to go. Finished it. Uh, love the ending. Loved where it's heading. I'm very excited yeah. for season two. It's definitely got me into that world. Um, it basically gave me new hope that we could have Avatar The Last Airbender in a live action setting. And you yeah. can actually see it not be cheesy and corny. Like, that is what that world reminds me of. Um mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm very happy for it. TV shows are not the best thing to recommend to me because I just struggle <laughs> to to watch them. It Like those eight episodes probably took me like a month and a half or two months. But I still watched it and still really enjoyed my time. Um, but the last one that did not take me two months was actually recommendations from both of you um, collectively and Yasser, uh, which was when I got my PS5, one of the first games that I played was Spider-Man remastered um for ps4 still to this day one of my favorite 
games that I've played on my PS5, and it wasn't, I guess, the P- it was a PS5 up, up res, but um, that and Miles Morales were fantastic games. Loving Spider-Man. And, uh, yeah, it was a great recommendation. It was one of those things where early on, you guys basically recommended half of my backlog for PS5. So you guys could go on my <laughs> PSN profiles um, and check out all the recommendations. Because from that to God of War, um, those were just some of the best games I've played. Um, and all was in this past year. Really good. Yeah. And hopefully you're excited for uh, Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. Since, you're, Venom. You, since you enjoyed uh, Miles Morales so and... Spider-Man remastered so much. Yeah, Venom, what, Craven the Hunter, that's also, you know, people have been theorizing that's the voice that we, we hear in the background. And the the voice actor for Venom is the same actor from the original Candyman. Yeah. yeah just a great voice. Great, great voice. Anyway, continue. Oh, yeah. I mean, as as Matt pointed out, you know, TV shows slash like I guess for me, movies and TV shows are hard to recommend because I guess not to say a particular taste, but I don't, you know, it's it's a lot more. Well, it's funny. Games are a lot of time commitment to invest into to actually get through an experience. So you'd say, Alex, if if you can take on their, you know, your co-host's game recommendations, why can't you do a TV show or movie, right? Infinitely shorter time length. I don't know. So <laughs> all the things I have to mention right now are actually pure game recommendations that my co-hosts have, you know, mentioned on the podcast. And none of it have been shows or movies. But uh, to well, start off. Matt. Matt talked about a show. Well, I'm saying for me, oh, like the ones I'm mentioning. Yeah. Got it. Uh, and to start out, with the launch of the PS5, you know, one of the first games I played on my PlayStation 5 TM console was Bug Snacks. Yes. And this was at the recommendation of Tiffany. Ooh, yes. Bug yeah. Snacks. Ooh, bug Snacks. I did not leave my apartment during that uh, weekend yeah. of Bug Snacks. And Matt you know, had I, to I, interrupt I, my playing to pick up his PlayStation. It's true. That's true. <laughs> and upon Tiffany's, you know, such investment into this title, right? She she actually played this game. I did. And there are very few games she gets around to platinuming. That is correct. Folks. If you're a regular listener, you know this. But for you, for all of you out there that are listening to this as your first episode, why are you not listening to episode one as your first episode? <laughs> 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 but regardless, you know, unlike Matt and I, Tiffany isn't a big trophy hunter. She enjoys them, but that's not her main game with games. So the fact that Tiffany went and platted Bug Snacks, got the platinum, 100% of the trophies, I was convinced to say, you know, there might be some merit to this game. Tried it out, ended up getting the platinum myself. What a fun, neat experience, right? And also at no cost. It was one of the free games on PlayStation Plus, their premium service subscription for the month that the PS5 came out. And I must say it was such a fun time. And yeah, it it was kind of, and I think we mentioned this in the previous episode of the podcast. It felt like what people wanted out of Pokemon or new Pokemon snap. Right. Like that kind of like photography taking gameplay combined with like actually moving around a 3d environment versus this kind of like on rails, like shooter type thing that Pokemon snap is. Yeah. 
but yeah, definitely turned out to be a fun. Also, deeply, I don't want to say completely disturbing, but you know, pretty disturbing yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, yeah. A, in a very unexpected way. Yes. So yeah, if you haven't played Bug Snacks yet, to all of you out there, I think I heard it's coming to PC Steam in 2022. Check it out. Very fun. Don't 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 look it up. Don't look up the story. You know, don't be spoiled. Uh, and then shortly after that, you know, another game around that time, not on PlayStation, but this time I got on PC. As similar, you know, that Tiffany took up the recommendation, Hades. Nice. Matt's game of the year, 2020. I also played it. And also in a in a very weird way, just like with Matt with Ratchet and Clank, you know, when I first picked it up fall last year, played it, did about three clears kind of got my fill of the game and and you know i said to myself i can see this being a game i get the full clear you know get roll credits on but not right now and it wasn't until you know a few months ago i actually got back to it did the rest of the clear saw the end of at least the regular ending of the story not the true ending and i gotta say you know they um and they i mean super giant games did such a great job with writing a story that was reflected so well in the gameplay and gave meaning to what it means to kind of be in a loop. And also, you know, as a little foreshadowing, maybe this is something that comes up in a future episode. So all you regular listeners out there, keep your ears peeled for a potential episode related to looping later this year. Um, But yeah, it was such a meaningful experience. And I think in this manner that, I had an experience before, especially in an indie developed title and definitely got me to appreciate, you know, the care that Supergiant put into crafting a story that actually made sense in a looping setting. And it wasn't just, you know, a roguelike game just for the sake of being a roguelike. So definitely thumbs up. Uh, and who knows, you know, as Matt also alluded to, technically I also experienced it in 2021. So I don't know if we're going to caveat that because I played it in 2020 originally, but maybe that appears in my top six. Who knows for uh, 2021. Um, but the third game I want to mention going under, I mentioned this briefly on a previous episode of the pod, but this is a roguelike dungeon crawler that Tiffany recommended to me. I don't think it was on the podcast. It was kind of like, you know, in our, you know, offline conversations, and this is a game that basically parodies, you know, tech startup companies. And it's essentially a dungeon crawler action game where you're going into these failed startups and cleaning out the monsters in order to get these, you know, artifacts of, I guess, power that these, you know, companies had when they were first starting up. But then eventually they succumb to some failure or another. And so you're going in collecting these artifacts for your boss. And, you know, the story goes from there where you realize after you've collected all the artifacts that you probably should have been doing that. And, yeah, the story takes kind of a neat twist. But definitely a fun game. You know, I picked it up for 10 bucks, Very cheap. And it was a very pleasant experience. You know, I got the Platinum in this as well. Very, nice. you know, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't push back a lot. I think I got the Platinum in about 10 hours. So it's definitely a a game you can get through and experience in a weekend if you so desire it. So definitely I'd, I'd still recommend it now to say you want a quick weekend game, pick up going under. I think it's on all platforms. You can get it on Xbox, uh, PlayStation, PC, and Switch. So also accessible in that way. 
Fun fact, I got it on Switch, and I have only beaten one dungeon. But see, that's all it took. You only beat one dungeon, but based on that one dungeon's experience, that was enough to convince me to get it. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's the power of the recommendation right there. Yeah, honestly, I thought the, the whole parody of the tech company was the most delightful thing. So I really like the aesthetic and the theme. And the the final recommendation I took up on, speaking of roguelikes, or speaking of looping also, was from Matt. And that was Returnal. Ooh, nice. So That's this was pick. the uh, Sony now first-party studio game developed by Housemark, released in April. Uh, and this is a third-person kind of arcade-style roguelike shooter that has a very kind of Lovecraftian like horror theme mm-hmm. with how the monsters are designed and also this like looping element of Celine and kind of her I guess like mental struggle of what she's trying to process in her life and not kind of understanding is what she's experiencing real or is it not real and kind of just this weird mystery with it all but definitely it's a game I also ended up platinuming it I think it took me 38 hours total if I remember correctly so I think a significantly Shorter time than that, but that's because of the the RNG of how some of the things appear in that game, namely the collectibles. That was so brutal. I had that one collectible. Ugh. But it was still a great game. Still a great game. The recommendation right. yeah, definitely... definitely came before the RNG, <laughs> or I probably wouldn't have recommended <laughs> right, it. Right. <laughs> and yeah, definitely I appreciate it. You know, and I... I guess that's also to say I never really played a Housemark game before, so I knew that they had a history in arcade-style games. But the fact that this actually had a more integrated story to the loop and the gameplay and also, you know, obviously, higher budget, right? Sony First Party, this thing looks amazing. Also, what a great showcase of the PS5 technology. You know, very fast-loading, very fast-respawning, great visual effects, so definitely it's a good uh it's a good showpiece to say, you know, why did you buy a PS5? Oh, this is one of the reasons. Like games can look like this and play and feel like this. Such a great use of the dual sense. I'm still waiting for other games. And I you know, Ratchet and Clank does this, Rift Apart does this a little bit where your actual distance when you pull back on the triggers changes the behavior of the mm-hmm. of the weapons you fire. So definitely I love that as a feature i hope that continues forward in other you know shooters especially people say or uh, i've seen the news regarding grand Turismo 7 there might be some you know also further integrated feedback with the triggers there about how the vehicles feel when you're driving on pavement and dirt and stuff so definitely anticipating that but yeah i, I thought returnal was a great showcase of it and i definitely appreciate matt's recommendation to to actually get me to get it and experience it for myself yeah, and that brings, I mean, I don't know if you guys have anything for each other that I missed out on. Is there any other recommendations that we actually got through? No? It feels like those are the, the notable ones for each of us. There was a couple of things that I was recommended that I didn't really take up for the recommendation right. or didn't really fulfill well, the recommendation. Like you tried it and you ended up not liking it or you just have For different tried it reasons. For different reasons. All. Yeah. Um okay. so the first one actually came from Tiffany. Um, which is what we do in the shadows. 
Um, yeah. I yeah. watched the first two episodes and I thought they were really good. But I have this thing called commitment issues with TV shows. <laughs> and once there's so many seasons, I'm like, I can't do that. I can't commit to that. Oh, what? <laughs> and I was like, ah, there's, there's always only... something else. Okay, I guess that's fair. I mean, season three only, like, is just coming out now. Yeah. But... It just was, yeah. It, it was oh, good. That's disappointing. It was good. I feel like... I feel like you would like it, especially since you're so into The Office. Yeah, there's definitely some Office vibes of it. And, like, some of it is really hilarious. Like, the vampire that sucks people's joy out. Like, they just, like, put, like, the humans in his room and they're just, like, asleep. And, like, he doesn't, like, suck their blood or anything. He just, like, sucks the joy. It's so... It is funny. Yeah, energy. He's an energy vampire. Like, it's very funny. But um, it just didn't click for me. And that's that's how most TV show recommendations go for me, though. So, like, that's co- almost the normal part. Um, but the game actually came from Alex, and it's one of Alex's favorite PlayStation games, um, which really oh, just didn't jive with me, which is Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I think it's just, I, I think it goes on, and maybe we should have an episode all about this because we, we talk about it all the time, but um, just the open-world fatigue that happens with these games i see a map and it's full of icons and i'm like ah, i gotta hunt this fox so i can get the best like leather pouch and i remember alex being <laughs> like matt just stream like beeline the story and like don't don't do anything else just like get through the story and I didn't listen to him because I'm like, well, now I need to get this bear because now I need a quiver. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to max out my storage before I go and save the world. <laughs> and like, it just didn't work for me. Um, I, I do think I will get back to it. It's just with every open world, I really just have to be in the mood for it. Um, and right now, I am just jiving with these linear experiences like... These linear experiences, Platinum Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank, Guacamelee 2, and now I'm playing Deathloop. Like, all those have some openness to them, but really, they're very linear, and that's just what I'm jiving with right now. So, maybe after all these linear experiences, maybe if there's a lull, um, it'll probably be after Kina Bridge of Spirits, which I suspect (laughs) to be a linear experience as well. Um, But maybe I'll get back to it. That with Final Fantasy VII Remake, both are still downloaded onto my console, which means that I have not given up on them. So, to be continued for it, it just didn't jive with me just yet. You know, ju- just as open worlds are spacious, you gotta you gotta give open world games some space in between them. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. Like you can't you can't go from one open world directly into another. Sometimes you do need those linear games to just say hey here's the story yep here's the gameplay get yep. from point a to point b yep wrap it up you know mm-hmm. like right every yeah. open world you just have a linear line you got to take to get to the next one and that that's the that's enough of a break you can help yourself similar with me right i've mentioned on previous episodes of the pod i don't know if i'm ever gonna get back to assassin's creed valhalla mm. i really want to i love the you know london aesthetic i love being a viking raiding monasteries stealing their resources you know <laughs> the classic viking life what's there not to love you know pillaging yeah raiding right 
but uh but yeah we'll see how long how many games in between it'll take for uh for me to find myself back in that world but yeah and so with that i think that that brings a wrap to our to our anniversary episode episode 45 of the rxp podcast you know matt mentioned as you know listeners slash i guess it's only listeners because we're not uploading this anywhere else (laughs) may notice you know we have a fresh new look so take a peek in in your podcast feed on twitter hopefully it's you know uniform everywhere but also not just that we have a new refresh as well which is going to be the music so a friend of mine i have contacted and he's been gracious enough to compose a new song that we'll now be using for this episode as the outro and for all future episodes as the intro outro. Uh, and I hope all of you like it. And my friend who, you know, and these, these are his words, not mine has been asked to be identified as grand master. Doug. <laughs> so That's please check him out. Please check him out. I don't know if he has a SoundCloud or anything, but in case he does, go search him you know, on the audio areas, Grandmaster Doug. And maybe, you know, if you like this piece, maybe you'll like some of the other pieces he'll be. I don't know if he also has anything published right now, but I'm assuming he plans on publishing stuff in the future. So keep that in mind. He'll be, you know, we're going to shout him out every episode as long as we're using this piece because I really appreciate it. You know, my co-host here appreciate the new song. And he'll be, you know, listed in the podcast episode descriptions. And also he'll be in the file description in case you download this, you know, to your mobile phone or PC. So with that, you can write in and let us know anything. I mean, I guess at this point we don't really have a topic to write in on because this is just a celebratory episode. But write in at rxp underscore podcast on Twitter or rxp.podcast at gmail.com. You and let us know if you want us to wait yeah <laughs> no i was gonna say they can let us know if they took any of our recommendations oh there you go let us know if you've taken any of our recommendations or you didn't because you hate our recommendations <laughs> we'll take it both ways here in the rxp podcast <laughs> and with that i hope you guys enjoy the new song and until next time take care <laughs>